This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. In the last episode, I gave you the seven pieces of a financially fit business and discussed what you needed to track each month. Today, I'll discover overhead cost, or I'll discuss, sorry, uh, overhead costs per hour and net profit per hour. <clears throat> and I'm also excited to announce that the next podcast on December 18th is our 300th episode. Yes, 300th episode. There will be some thank you gifts that I'll talk about and send to you when you listen to That Contractor Sense next week on December 18th. First, a reminder, there are seven parts to a financially fit business. Number one is tracking, which we discussed or I discussed last week. Two is overhead cost per hour, net profit per hour, which I'll talk about today. Three is pricing. Four is maintenance. Five is your monthly metrics or KPIs. Six is budgeting. And seven is a monthly financial statement review. So let's dive into overhead costs per hour. And after the break, we'll talk about net profit per hour. The absolute basis of your pricing is overhead costs per hour. And next episode, our 300th episode, we're going to talk about pricing. So where we are, and you might say, well, why is overhead cost per hour so important? Well, you'll find that I don't think percentages are useful. Some metrics are, and we'll talk about that when we talk about the metrics, but I'm talking about as they relate to your financial statements. You you say you had a 10% net profit. Well, what does that mean? You immediately convert that into how many dollars it was, or, you know, in in Europe, it would be how many euros it was, or how many pounds it was, or how many pesos it was, or whatever else it is. You You can't take a percentage to the bank. What you can take to the bank are dollars. And so we need to know for every billable hour, which was one of the things we talked about tracking last session, how many dollars of overhead we have to attach to that billable hour before we even break even, all right? So here's what I mean by that. You know, some of you have used percentages and some of you say, well, I just add 35% overhead to every single job. Well, is that right? No. Think about it this way. You have two $10,000 jobs. The first $10,000 job has $8,000 of material and $2,000 of labor. The second $10,000 job has $8,000 of labor and $2,000 of materials. Think duck jobs for those of you who are in HVAC. They're never profitable because you never attach the right, I shouldn't say never, Never is a bad word. Until you do it this way and look at overhead costs per hour, they're probably not as profitable as they should be, and they probably are losing money for you because of the incredible labor intensity of a duck job. So 
Let's go back to the first one where we only have $2,000 of labor and $8,000 of material. And let's say that that $2,000 of labor was at $50 an hour, all right? Fair for a crew of two in most cases. So you're looking at 40 hours worth of labor. Next one, you have $8,000 of labor and $2,000 of materials. So if this $8,000 of labor, we have a whole lot more than 40 hours of labor, right? We have 160 hours of labor, if I did my math right. So 160 hours of labor is going to take a whole lot more overhead than 40 hours of labor. Not in the percentage, but in actual dollar form, all right? So if your overhead cost per hour, let's say, is $60 an hour, your 40 hours of labor are 60 times 40 or $2,400, right? Our 160 times 40 is a whole lot more than $2,400 in overhead that has to be attached to that particular job. So overhead is very labor intensive, right? The more labor intensive the job is, the more overhead that job should have on it. Now, if I were the project manager on the job that had $8,000 worth of labor on it, and I was only charged 35%, yay, I'd love it. If I were the project manager on the job that only had $2,000 of labor, and I and I was charged 35% of the job, uh -uh. I would hate it, because when, we, when I talked about it, it was $2,400 of overhead that should have been added, and if you just did it 35%, 35% of 10,000 is $3,500. So you're paying $1,100 more for overhead than you should be, all right? So overhead costs per hour is critical to know because all of your pricing will be based on your overhead costs per hour. That is the one constant in pricing. Every billable hour gets a certain piece of overhead, all right? so. It's the end of the year. It's a really good time to calculate your overhead cost per hour. In the last episode, I asked you to start tracking billable hours. And if you've not done it all of this year, you're going to make a guess. But for all intents and purposes, you've got a pretty good idea of what your overhead's going to be for the year, or you can do it through November or do it you know, through whatever months that you want and estimate the number of billable hours for that particular time period. And that will give you a good idea of what your overhead cost per hour is. Total overhead divided by billable hours. That's all it is. It's not a fancy equation. You just have to track your billable hours. And you may start doing it monthly. And that's okay. Your, your overhead will vary on a monthly basis because the number of labor hours you have, unless you have a totally constant business with no seasonality, ha, your overhead's going to vary on a numbers basis because the number of labor hours is going to vary. So that overhead cost per hour is going to vary. All right. So remember, overhead cost per hour is just simply total overhead 
divided by the number of billable hours that you have. And that is the first thing that is really, really, really important to do. When we get back from break, we're going to talk through the net profit per hour and what you want from that perspective. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month? If not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Ruth Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy to understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I gave you overhead costs per hour. Now we're going to talk about net profit per hour. And that is the net profit for every billable hour. So if you have one billable hour, you know how much drops to the bottom line. That's what net profit per hour actually is. I had a conversation with a contractor recently who was an $8 million contractor, big one, right? And he had about 25,000 billable hours. His net profit per hour when we calculated it was $16 an hour. He was shocked. I mean, you can get $16 an hour working at a fast food restaurant these days, right? So... It was a very eye-opening discussion with him. And I'll bet a lot of you are in the same boat. You don't realize what a 10% net really and truly means in terms of billable hours, in terms of net profit per hour. I can show you two contractors who, you know, both had a quote-unquote 10% net, and one of them was earning $10 net profit per hour, and the other was earning 50 Which would you rather be? Hopefully, in your mind, you said 50 So the percentages tell you nada. They tell you squat. The key is figure out where you are, number one, and then figure out where you want to be, number two. And the really cool part about it is once you know your overhead cost per hour, you actually have flexibility. And what do I mean by that? Well, in slower times of the year, you can drop your net profit per hour as long as it stays above zero, preferably above $5 an hour, and get more work. And when it's busier and you have a ton of work, you can actually raise it. You know, car dealers do this all the time. They drop their prices after they've met their entire overhead nut for the month, you know, and you don't know when their months end. So sometimes it's the 20th of the month and all the cars that they sell after the 20th of the month are cheaper than the ones that they sell on the first of the month. I mean, they've been doing it for years, very, very subtly. So we can do the same thing if we want. I've got some contractors that I work with who just say, nope, I want $100 net profit per hour for every billable hour. That's fine. I've got others who say, nope, I'm going to raise and lower it depending upon the time of year. 
or if I've got high efficiency type equipment, I want a higher net profit per hour. If I want the lower efficiency equipment or the cheaper stuff, if you want to look at it that way, I want a lower net profit per hour. Your choice. It is your company. Unlike your overhead costs per hour, I never tell a contractor what they should have for net profit per hour. It's your business. Your name on the door, your name on the trucks, your name on the loan papers. It's your choice as to what profitability you want. However, the first thing to do is to start and figure out where you are now. So take your you know, year to date like you did with overhead costs per hour, divide it by the same number of billable hours. And if you're like that $8 million contractor and you don't like the number, guess what? Do something about it. Figure out why your guys aren't productive, which is probably what's happening, or figure out whether the overhead's too high or something's going on, or, you know, there's something that is causing you to be at $16 net profit per hour. It might be pricing, your costs have increased, but you haven't raised your prices, which would also show up in your gross margins being lower, by the way, and we'll get to that later on. However, figure, you know, figure out what you want and where you want to go, all right? Now, if you're at 16, the likelihood of you going from 16 to 100 is probably slim and none in one jump. You'd be better off to go from 16 to maybe 30. You're going to see a huge increase in bottom line dollars just by you know, almost doubling your net profit per hour. And then maybe 30 to 40 or 50 and, and slowly raise it or choose to be higher when it's busier and lower when it's slower. I mean, you can make that choice and should make that choice. It's up to you. So decide what you want for your net profit per hour to be. And then what we will do on the next podcast is actually show you how to price on net profit per hour basis. But before I I let you go today, one of the questions that always comes up is what should my overhead cost per hour be? I'm going to give you some national averages here. If you are doing project type work, replacement type work, big, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 type work, your overhead cost per hour should be under $30 an hour. I know companies with, you know, 25, 30, 40 field personnels whose overhead costs per hour are under 20. And that's where I see most of it. Your service department's overhead cost per hour is probably going to be somewhere around 40. And if you're a one or a two man contractor, you're probably going to be 60 or 70. You just don't have enough hours to spread your overhead amongst. And here's what I mean by that. If your overhead as a one-man contractor is $100,000, you're responsible for that $100,000. When you add your second person, your overhead doesn't double. It may go up another $10,000. So we have $110,000 divided by two because you got two people. So each person is responsible for $55,000. Add the third person, it goes down to forty, then thirty-seven five, and da 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 So those really big contractors, even though they have more overhead in a dollar basis than a one or two man shop, they have so many more people to spread that overhead amongst that the overhead per person is a lot lower than you can do 
as a smaller contractor. So that's why they're cheaper. Okay, remember next broadcast and next podcast is our 300th episode and I'll have some special gifts for you for listening. So thanks for joining us. Choose one thing you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at HVACchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.